It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Welcome to Electric Trash Radio, your punk rock approach to personal growth. Uh, I'm Adam Lee Robinson, and you can reach me at papi.longlegswithaz on Instagram. And I am joined by my my host. I don't want to say co-host because I feel like it demeans you, but my, my other host. Hey, it's me, the other host, Giuseppe. You can reach me on Twitter and Instagram. Just search gloomlord underscore. That's right. And we are, uh, do you want to give out your Twitter? Like, at, at, was it delusional trash? Oh, my Twitch, my Twitch. Oh, fuck. Ah, yes. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you guys are into gaming, you know, that type of stuff as well. I do stream, uh, usually about 20, 30 hours a week, four or five days. So come check it out. Just, uh, search delusional trash. You do it all, man. You really do. I'm, I'm like, can I say I'm jealous of you a little bit? Or you can I say whatever you want, baby. I crush on you. That's what Aww. I do. I, I wouldn't say I'm jealous. Um, and as always, we are broadcasting from the sunken, lost, and found city of Columbus, Ohio, the liberal beacon of Ohio, uh, right in the smack dab in the middle, for those of you listening in other states uh, and don't have a map in front of you. So. Um, uh, should I give the disclaimer now? Yeah, it's probably safe, huh? All right, here's the disclaimer, guys. Uh, prepare thine buttholes, because anything we say may or may not offend you. If you are offended, uh, throw your laptop out the window or whatever, um, you know. Uh, or wh- however you're listening, your phone, etc., so forth. Just trash it. Just, yeah, just throw it away. Trash it, but not in the good way. We usually use trash as like a, uh, as a good term, don't we? Like trash. We do absolutely. Yes. Electric trash radio. Yes. Delusional trash. Yeah. Uh, hashtag grow from the trash. Yes, sir. Um. Uh. Uh. I guess I should keep him. Okay. So like last show, I kind of talked about. Um. I talked about my my niece, uh, Mandy. Right. Right. And um, we kind of talked about how she's like into bird nests and things like that. I'm not going to recap it here because like it's your fault if you didn't hear the last show. I'm not going to sit here and say all the crap that I said last show. Absolutely. Just- and if you aren't already aware, it's hashtag let Mandy know. Yeah. Hashtag let Mandy know about nests, bird nests. But um, so I'm in the rallies drive through, right? Every good story starts with I'm in the rallies drive through. And I love the rallies. Uh, for some of you out of state, they also are known as checkers. Are you aware of that, Seps? Yeah, I'm aware of uh, rallies for sure. They get good for us. Are you aware of checkers, though? Um, I've, I believe I've heard it, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, for some reason, like, in different states, rallies is just called checkers. It's, it's almost like a Mandela effect. <laughs> screws with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is, actually. I didn't think <laughs> about that. Um, and, uh, uh, but, yeah, like, like, so, like, it's called checkers, but it's the same sign and same, like, drive through same restaurant, same everything. And, f- and this is not a promotional thing for rallies or checkers, but their their French fries are fantastic. Have you had those? The seasoned oh, fries, amazing! I even buy them frozen, man. I yeah, really good. I've had a lot of good times in drive-throughs, like a lot of good times. For like, sure, man. There's this one time, like okay, so like you know, I drive like a my car's kind of like nifty or like like medium nifty. It's a it's a Mustang convertible, and like I just bought it. And it's a 2005, but it's pretty mint and it doesn't have a lot of miles on it. And I was in the Jack in the Box drive-through in Cali, and uh, I'm not gonna lie, I had a few drinks. Right, that's where how you find yourself in a drive-through like late at night. So like, I really like a cheeseburger or whatever. Blah blah blah. They told me my total. I pull around, and like I'm looking in the bag at my like food, and I'm just coasting forward, and then like you know they put those poles next to the drive-through. Like basically, I, I creamed my mirror, like my driver's Aww. side mirror, and it made this sound like. <laughs> And it's like, and it it just ripped it off. And there was this woman on the street who saw it and she's like, Oh my God. 
God. Like, you know, like, just like <laughs> as if I was just like plowing into the whole restaurant. And uh, I was like, oh, and I was like, I got to get out of here. So I just drove away as quick as I could. And the mirror was like dangling on the side. Like I was like, I was like, floor it, punch it. <laughs> like, you know, and my mirror was like dangling on the side. Um, I haven't gotten that repaired since. I was pretty proud, proud about that. But anyway, that's definitely a different rabbit hole. So, um, so like, like I'm at the rally drive through, um, uh, getting my French fries, and I think I may have got a hot dog or something. Even though I try really hard to be vegetarian, it just doesn't always work out. And and uh, I get a text, and it's from an unknown number. And this is like really terrifying. And this is like you know how we were saying we were paranoid about the podcast. Okay, yeah. So when, <laughs> also when you say unknown number, are you saying it's a like a blocked number? No, like no, private, no, no, no. Or no, oh, okay, no. just not one you don't know. Yeah, gotcha, it's just gotcha. one I don't know. But I do realize that it has a Dayton. Uh, area code, mm-hmm. but I have a Dayton area code too because because I lease my phone. That's why, which is really weird. I have a Dayton area code. Um, but so well, here's what's more terrifying: it's an unknown number that comes in via text, and it's like I heard your podcast. Oh, <laughs> and that's all it says. And so, like, I'm immediately on the defense, right? And I'm like, who is this? <laughs> New phone? Who this? Yeah, I was like, who is this? And then, like, one word comes back and it says Mandy. And I was like, oh, it's my niece. Like, <laughs> like I was like, sweet. I was like, and I was still kind of skeptical. It was her, honestly. I was like, I was like, I don't know about this. And I was going to text my mom and be like, hey, what's Mandy's number? Because uh, I thought I had her number already. That's the part that was tripping me up. So um, I was like, oh, you heard the podcast? I was like, how, how did you like it? You know, like, and, uh, and I, I'm, kind of like treating it with half suspicion half like, <laughs> right you know what i also said i was like who showed it to you that's the other <laughs> thing i said because i know somebody showed it to her um so and she just gave me one reply she i was like did you like it and she was like yes and like that was it <laughs> and i i asked her that's when i asked like who showed it to you <laughs> you know that's how i and uh she didn't get back to me she like just didn't get back to oh me man left on red feels bad yeah, but then I started thinking about it. I was like, damn, I was talking about like getting groped in the grocery store and everything. And like, true. Honestly, I was expecting her to get mad because they didn't know her age, but she did. She gave me two words. And oh, yeah, that's true. I, I forgot about that little piece. Yeah. She, she didn't really say anything. Well, yeah, she didn't really say anything. So, like, uh, she just basically told me it was her and then told me she liked the podcast and that was it. So, like, I, it feel, I'm starting to feel like most of my text chains with all women in general go the same way. <laughs> Where it's just like, I'm going to say two things to you, and then uh, I inquire more about your day and you, and then you just vanish. <laughs> Big. Yeah, so it was kind of I was kind of like, oh, wow, she's becoming a woman. Like, she's texting me <laughs> and not texting me back. It's fantastic. But, uh, Mandy, if you're listening out there, um, I'm going to say hello, and I'm glad you're listening. And... Uh, uh, whoever is letting you listen to the podcast, they probably just shouldn't. Cause I said some crazy stuff on here too. So, but that's okay. You know, I'm crazy, right? She knows I'm crazy. I'm from California. Thank you, Mandy. Thank you, <laughs> thank for, you your, for listening. Mandy. Yeah. Thank you for your uh, input. Thank for, you for the talking point. And then, uh, yeah. And we're, and we're looking out for those nests. I my roommate actually left today saying she's going to look out for nests for you. So, um, Kelso, if you're listening, you better find some damn nests. out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, I guess we'll move like right along here per usual. Um, uh, do you, do you want to talk about here, here in the, uh, in the, uh, we don't really have a name for Columbus other than Columbus. I was going to say the windy apple or something like I'll that. I'll say Cebus, but you know, that's just kind of not really, you know, abbreviation, but just shorten it. 
Oh yeah, that's good. Old good. Cebus. Yeah, the past few days we've been getting some like torrential downpours. I'm gonna need to say that because I don't say it a lot. But um, uh, do you want? Well, what's your experience with the torrential downpours right now? So I do live in an apartment, but it's a duplex, so we do have a basement. And uh, yeah, as a lot of us uh, people from Columbus know, you know there is a. Uh, tornado warning last night oh, in yeah. uh, Dublin, around the Dublin area. Oh, yes. Um, you know, it's not too far off. So I was like, oh, crap. I was in the middle of streaming at the time, and it was just really pouring down. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my, my roommate, he comes and gets my attention. He's like, oh, crap. Like, don't go in the basement, man. It's flooded. So, it, yeah, it's it's crazy. I feel bad for him in a lot of ways because he's got, you know, some music equipment down there. He's got his drums down How there. How flooded did it get down there? I'd say yeah, probably about an inch of water. Oh, that's a lot. So, yeah, like not not – a ton, but enough to cause enough damage. I'm enough to sploosh around down there for sure. Sploosh. Yeah. Um, I actually, here where, where Kelso and I live, Kelso being my roommate, um, uh, down in the basement, it's a finished basement situation, right? Here in this apartment complex. And we've kind of had our battles with this apartment complex already. Um, they did come in and fix a lot of good things. And a couple of chaps came here and fixed our hot water pressure. Thank you, chaps. I wish I got their names because I give them a shout out. I'm sure they're listening. So, <laughs> I, 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 But like they came in, fixed the crap up. There's nothing like a manly man who like knows how to fix stuff. Am I right? Like that's like something I've always aspired to be is somebody who like real handy. Yeah, they were handy as hell. They came in, they were real polite. They put on slip covers and on their on their shoes there, and they can't like they came down and well anyway. But anyway, so they they just fixed a bunch of stuff and then left. And then the next thing I know, all this rain comes in, and then uh, my my carpet downstairs. Like okay, first of all, I gotta explain this. I'm not in poverty by any any means of the imagination, but I am a minimalist. So I'm one of those guys. I know I've heard it before. Like this is a stereotype. I'm a guy. I don't have a bed frame. The mattress just sits on the floor. I know, and a lot of you are probably out there shaking your heads right now, judging me. Do you have a box, uh, box bank? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't have anything. Um, I don't see the need for it. I don't. I don't need it. But now I see the need for it, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, with the, uh, the, all this torrential downpouring, there has been some sort of water is 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 invading my finished basement bedroom right now, and I don't know where it's coming from. It's all I know is the carpet is is, is extremely wet, um, so uh. which hit my mattress. Uh. Um, the mattress got soaked. There's a little mold on the mattress. It stinks. It stinks like mildew. Um, so I, yesterday I pulled all the carpet back and like, you know how under carpet are those pads? Yeah. 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 So I pulled the carpet back. I pulled the pads back. Now it's just concrete and it's just soaking wet. And I can't figure out if it's coming from the foundation itself or if it's coming through the wall or what is going on there. It's, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's upsetting, but I got a lot of good things going on in life right now. So I'm just trying to take it all in stride, you know? Um, but yeah, man, this rain's a bummer. I didn't, I didn't realize all this crap was going to happen. So yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I gotta see, I gotta call, I gotta call the maintenance office. I, I was almost thinking about calling them on the air, but it'd probably be like boring <laughs> material because uh, I'd probably get sent the voicemail or, or something like we that. We are on the air. Yeah, we are, you are on the air and I am putting in a maintenance request. Is that considered an emergency situation? Because like when I call them, 
like do I tell like because they say if this is an emergency maintenance situation, press two or whatever they. I say. would absolutely say it's an emergency situation, right? especially since that's uh, your like living quarters. Like. Y- yeah, and I feel as though, but you know, after this experience, I think I'm definitely going to invest in something that gets my bed off the floor. Yes, yeah, sir. Like. I, I am a bachelor, but there's no reason to sleep on the floor. Am I right? Oh, it was a good investment myself. I mean, I did the same thing, man. I, I slept, you know, my mattress on the floor for a long time. And as soon as I moved to Columbus, I was like, you know what? I am buying a bed frame. And yeah. That was like one of the very first purchases I made. And I am very happy with it. Can so. I ask you what made you make the move to get a bed frame? Um, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I was... At the time, before I had moved to Columbus, I kind of was just like, you know, looking into moving and living with the person I was with at the time. Obviously, that's not a thing anymore. So you got the bed frame and the separation? Well, well, I was getting it, you know, because I didn't want both of us to be sleeping on the floor. But I was getting it, so for that, but, you know, it's kind of making it use for myself. I haven't made, see, it sounds like at a certain point you made a decision not to sleep on the floor, and I have not made that decision yet, <laughs> and, I, and I'm wondering what is the cognitive, like, difference? I can't really give you that answer, but I just know that I was uh, ready for the upgrade. I know someone's going to tell me, like, after hearing this, like, you got to go to bed for me. Oh, absolutely. Everybody's going to tell you no. Uh, but right now, yeah, I got all the pad ripped up, the carpet ripped up, and there's a little fan blowing on it. But there, we're supposed to have like one more day of this. It's It's been, what, two, three days now yeah. of this rain? And I, I, they're not going to come out and fix anything until it stops raining. And I don't know if they can fix it. I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to have to rip out the wall. So I don't know what they're going to do. I'm going to be displaced. I'm going to be displaced for like two weeks probably oh, no. when they come out. Well, because what are they going to do? Come hang on me, baby. Uh, I, I appreciate that. I have had offerings um, to come stay with, with people. And I think I'm just like, you know, I, in a sense, I've made my bed and I will lie in it. So I, I've, moved the, I've moved the bed to a safer location. What I'm going to deem as a safer location even though it kind of smells like mildew, but I think I'm getting used to it and I can't <laughs> oh, smell no, it anymore. You're acclimating. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm acclimating to my shitty lifestyle. <laughs> um, so, okay, well, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll try to keep everyone posted on how it's going, but I don't know if anyone really cares. It's like, this is, it's a battle down there, that it's, basement. It is a battle, right? It's been a battle since I've been in there. I've, I mean, I've had places that I've lived in the basement before, you know, like with my parents. There's a couple houses where, you know, we didn't have a lot of room. So me and my older brother, we most of the time lived together. And, uh, you know, we found ourselves in the basement. And we just kind of had some problems like that. Just very much a problem with basements, man. Yeah, especially here in Ohio. Uh, you know what's funny is like when I lived in California and San Diego, like the, I didn't have like any issues with the basement at all. Like, well, most places in San Diego don't have a basement because mm. there's no reason for it. We don't have like, they have, they have earthquakes in Cali. Oh my God. Yeah. So like a basement is pretty much just the sarcophagus you run to. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, not, it's not anywhere that keeps you safe. Um, so yeah, we'll keep, we'll keep everyone posted there. Um, well, well, Giuseppe, I think we should move into our next segment here. Um, uh, so, uh, uh Seps and I kind of got the idea that maybe it'd be good to call a listener and uh, just thank them for listening. So uh, we're going to see how this goes. They might pick up. They might not. But if they don't, that's not our fault. So, What's the point of having a phone if you ain't going to pick it up? Well, a lot of people don't pick up their phones. That's oh. just how it goes. <laughs> that's just how it is. <laughs> if it goes to voicemail, we should leave the voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. I don't know what people are doing. It's quarantine right now. People can't pick up their phones. 
Hey, what's up? How are you? Hey, you're on the air, by the way. Hey. What'd you say? I said you're on the air. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Uh, Hi. Well, yeah, me and just up here doing the podcast right now. So we decided it might be cool to like just call you and uh, tell you thank you for listening. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> thank yes. you. Yeah, this, this is my good friend, Quintessa. So, um, Hi. Hi. Hi, Quintessa. Hi. Is there anyone you want to like give a shout out to or anything? Not really. Oh, I mean, okay. I guess my boyfriend. Yeah. Matt. Hey, Matt. What's up? What's up, Matt? But uh, yeah, we thought it'd be cool. Honestly, we were trying it out. We didn't know if it would work. So um, that's okay. Thanks for calling. Yeah, no problem. Uh, thanks for picking up. We didn't know you were going to pick up. So yeah, no problem. <laughs> okay, I'll let you go. But uh, I'll talk to you later. Okay. okay. Right. Later. Later. Right. See ya. Bye. Bye. Okay. Well, that was nice. That felt hey, good. Hey, it worked. Hey, it worked. And we were worried like someone was going to have an anxiety attack on the Yeah, air. yeah, So, <laughs> it was like, you're live on there. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, that would have been great, though. Yeah, so we were really excited about that. I know that's one little bit of a, you know, a segment we kind of wanted to get into with the podcast. We're excited to, you know, be able to do some calls and just, like, introduce new avenues of... Uh, podcasting you know yeah getting some, getting some guests on here you know these are all ideas we're working with things we're actively trying to pursue so any other uh avenue as well that we can like introduce to the podcast you know we're having a lot of fun with yes so, so um giuseppe you want to talk about uh what do you want to talk about facebook oh, memories oh my god yes <laughs> i would so love to good. talk about facebook memories so. i would really like you to just be fully honest about this one i think it's okay. really gonna because i think it's gonna really hit home with all of us. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so you know, you you do all this, you do all this stuff to keep yourself in, you know, like this nice headspace. You know, you're doing all this work, and it's just like boom! All of a sudden, Facebook memories. It's like pops up. You're like, sweet, I got a notification, right? Yes. It's like boom! You have memories to look back on today, and you're like, oh, absolutely. This is just what I wanted to see. Some sweet memories, you know, maybe some nice family. I never think stuff. that. Well, um, I don't know. It's it's uh. The memories are weird. They really right. are. The Facebook memories. I mean, not the normal memories, but um, I, I don't think I've ever gotten a Facebook memory that upset me. Okay. But um, yeah. Uh, so the other day. Yeah. So where we're going with this is <laughs> Giuseppe had a a memory that was less than favorable. Go ahead, Giuseppe. And I will be completely honest with you guys. Okay. You know, it, it was a memory. I opened it up. You know, I've been checking my memories a lot lately mm -hmm. because I've been having some good ones come up mm -hmm. ones with uh, which I've shared, but you know, one came up and you know, uh, it was a photo of me and my ex and it was a, like a big long post. One of the, like, you know, just an emo post that I made about like appreciation and whatever. And I just like, mm. I sat there and I stared at it for like five minutes. Yes. <laughs> you know, I just like stared at it and I don't know why I allowed myself to really like look at it. That You're long. just falling down the abyss as you stare at it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, Oh, like, this hurts a lot, you know? And then I immediately, like the first thing I did is I hit up Adam and yes. he sent me a bunch of like voice messages and stuff. And it was, it was super dope. Like, you know, I, I really, I really count on this guy for a lot of things. And, uh, you know, he told me a lot of, a lot of good information, you know, things that we also have talked about on this uh, yes. podcast, you know, like unhooking from your emotions and things like that. And he was like, he told me this, this one thing specifically just really stuck with me. He said, you know, thank that anxiety for being there. You are feeling a little triggered right now from seeing this, but he was like, thank your anxiety for being there because it's just trying to protect you. And, you know, I like kind of sat with that thought for a second. I was like, okay, you know, like 
I was like, that's a, that's an interesting perspective to have. Like you, you thank your emotion for being there. And even if it's like a negative one, like it's, it's still trying to do something for you, whether you're like, can learn a lesson from that or whatever. Like you said, you know, just like acknowledge that it's there, like feel it, allow yourself to feel through it, mm-hmm. you know, and like all that stuff. And, you know, it, it's just one of those things that like, you can feel like you're doing so well out of time. And it's just like, boom, out of nowhere, just like this memory. Yeah, it's it's a well like and and I was actually talking to my therapist Karen about this like not too long ago. Actually, I think within this past week because like like you know the fight or flight response because that's really what it is. It's a it's like basically you're presented with an image or a person. You see a person, and what happens is your your brain basically identifies it as like danger. That's basically like what happens, and so the the there's a chemical release in your brain upon sensing that danger that causes your heart rate to go, your adrenaline spikes. And that's what they call like, you know, it's, it's essentially an anxiety attack is what it is, you know? And so, um, like I've had situations like that happen I've learned to cope like a lot better, like, especially with exes, like it definitely happens with exes. Like, I think we all experience that. Like we, if we see our ex or it could happen on social media, that's why I think social media is so like whack because like I was triggered once on Facebook from, um, okay. So I like, like I have an ex that blocked me and I don't know why I did this, you know, the same ex that we have a bunch of mutual friends, right? So like, you know, you know how someone likes on a post and you just want to see like, oh, let's see who liked this. And you look through yeah, all yeah, the yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's there. So I looked and there was like five people who liked it, but I could only see four. Right. And that triggered me. Right. You knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I knew like, and it was like a weird, like ghost kind of situation where it's like, oh, you five people like this, but I can only see four. And you're just like, and it triggered me so hard. And that's why I, that at that point, like I knew I had to stop getting on social media because because it, it triggers me so hard. Like, I, like, I don't know, like it, it's really easy for me to hit something negative on, on social media. I, often when I get on face Facebook, especially when I get on Facebook, I notice like I, I often leave Facebook feeling worse than when I first got on. Facebook is one of those environments too. Like, you know, when you look at it in like, I suppose, uh, you know, comparison to like Instagram or something like Instagram's not so much about thoughts. It's just more about like, oh, hey, I'm here, here's what I'm doing, or here's pictures of what I'm doing, but more so, like, Facebook is that platform where, like, all this other stuff comes out, you know, you got, like, uh, articles and fake articles and all this other stuff, and then also, like, people putting more so, like, their thoughts out there, too. So it's, like, a whole different environment. Yeah, there's just so much negativity on Facebook. And uh, I agree. With that being said, uh, check out our Facebook page at uh, (laughs) Electric Trash Radio, keywords Electric Trash Radio Facebook. Um. And, uh, yeah, a lot of trolls out there. Well, we were talking about the, I was talking about the dude who like, uh, so Giuseppe and I, we have a, we have a post that's kind of making the rounds right now on Facebook and like three people like disliked it. And I think like 50 or 60 people liked it. Yeah. So like, you know, you, you Facebookers, you out active Facebookers out there, there's like many different reactions you can give. And so, you know, you have like (laughs) your, your like, your heart. And you know the new one, the Carry Act, which yes. is a personal favorite of mine. I do like it, yeah. I love that one. It's the only one that shows, like, hugging. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's perfect. You can use it in almost any situation. It's uh, universal. Yeah. But then you also have your angry react, your sad yes. react, and your wow react. Well, yes. our post got a few ra- angry reacts, so. But they seem like Trump supporters, so, like. Um, and also, they were either Trump supporters or people just who hate that their feed is all clogged up. So, like, uh, I didn't. 
I don't, I don't even really want to go into it too much, <laughs> even though it's pretty funny. Um, but uh, like, uh, yeah, it's like uh, what we're talking. Oh, so Facebook memories. So like uh, the, yeah, you were you were kind of triggered, and I gave you like like what I've done. Like I was just kind of supplying you with things that I've done or thoughts that I've thought that when I was triggered really helped me. And uh, you know what I realized too, like relations. What's that? Relationships like when you get out of a relationship where there's been some trauma or things like that, you ever notice like you can't even do certain things that, Oh, absolutely. And I think even more like a big point for people is like, um, like for instance, I have a friend of mine who, you know, was very involved in like anime cons and like things like that. And he was with a girl who, you know, did cosplaying like in a oh, very no. serious <laughs> manner, you know, like she did cosplaying and was like all the cons and like all that stuff. And like he, he, I know when they like broke up and stuff, like he even told me, he was like, oh man, like I just don't feel like I can go to cons and have fun oh. the same way anymore. And just like things like that. And I know a lot more common for us, you know, as people, for, um, it's like music. That's like a big thing. Like you tie music or like these things yeah. in with another individual. Or songs. Right, right. And like I, I've made this post a few times on Facebook. I was like, oh, everybody posts a song you can't listen to anymore because oh. it hurts too much and like things like that. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now exactly what my song is. My song is, um, oh my goodness, it's by Bright Eyes and it's called First Day of My Life. And if anybody knows that song, you will know probably exactly why yeah. I feel that way. Um, that's, that's, uh, what, do you remember what your first breakup song was? <laughs> My first breakup song? Yeah, because like, mm, I totally know what mine was. It was something metal. I, I know that for sure. It was definitely something metal. Something angry. Something angry. At a younger age, that first breakup stuff for sure, man. Oh man, that's classic. Uh, my first breakup song was probably November Rain by Guns N' Roses. Jeez. And uh, what's great about November Rain is it has four guitar solos, first of all. I think the song's like 10 minutes long or something. <laughs> um, but like uh, the... Because there's this part where Axl Rose is like, It's hard to hold a candle in the cold November rain. <laughs> and like my first breakup, we broke up in November. So uh. yeah, it was like so good. I'm getting a little teary thinking about it. My God. <laughs> Damn you, Axl Rose, yeah. wherever you are. I have, like, multiple uh, breakup songs from, like, this past situation, though. I will not lie. Oh, really? Like, Could Have Been, Family Pet, like, Don't Cry, Emma Rosa. Like, I've got, yeah, I've got a whole bunch. I got, like, a whole Sad Boys playlist, baby. Oh, man. That's that's some rough stuff. Lucid Dreams, um, you know, Juice World. I mean, there's some sad stuff, man. Oh, man, that's funny. Well, not funny. But- <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh. Um, well, you know what I was thinking too, like I, there's cars that I see that my ex-girlfriends like, or I was in a relationship with where they drove that car and that even gets me going. I'm mm. just like, oh fuck. And then I realized like, I was like, you really can't like, just like date all your life. Cause if you date all your life and just break up all your life, you're just like left with nothing. Cause like. Ugh. Well, and I love playing pool, so, like, I know a couple of my ex-girlfriends, I, like, would always coax into playing pool with me, because I've always had a real big passion for eight-ball pool billiards, you know, I play very competitively. So, like, I, um, I often wonder if, like, um, my exes, they can't even, like, if a guy they're out with now was like, hey, you want to play pool? They're like, no! No! Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I used to date a guy, he was really into pool, and I can't play pool. 
Um, so I always wonder if that's like a thing. Yeah. And I mean like there, there's like the lingering ones and then ones that I've got over. So like even from example, past relationship, you know, I've, I've named these songs like first day of my life. I still can't listen to that song. Like that's, that one is just too much. <laughs> Who but, does that? Uh, bright eyes. Oh. It's like an indie, indie song. It's real, it's real cute, dude. Uh, oh, you have to listen to it. I'll send it to you and you can jam it and you'll understand why I will jam. It. But, uh, yeah, there, so there's like that. And then there's other stuff, you know, like dance, Gavin dance. It was a mutual you know, thing that both her and I loved and we would go to shows together and things. Mm. And like, there was a long time that I couldn't even listen to it anymore. Oh man. Um, But like right now it's like gotten to a point where I'm like starting to be able to like listen to that stuff again. And like, you know, I was, see like you're a real melodic singer and you're into that kind of melodic singing. I never really got into that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I like that. uh, I like that screaming thing you do. Will you do that? That's so good. I like that. There's something with that that like soothes me. <laughs> it's cathartic, man. And for a lot of people who are very into metal and like heavy metal, it's like such a cathartic experience for them to like listen to that. You know what it is? I never got into metal. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I appreciate about us? I feel like we're in two totally different spectrums of music, but we're for still, sure. yeah. I was going to say that's like, I believe like in terms of us and our relationship, I, th- I think that's probably like our biggest differences is like our music isn't interest. that funny <laughs> yeah uh and well what's funny is like uh like like i think i told this to you before i was like when it comes to metal like i think like i i have like three bands for metal that i go to and then i'm good like i yeah. think i think or actually four let's say four and, one, and th- i'm gonna show my age here so okay metallica Boom. that's the one that's a they're the grandfather universal pantera great yep uh black sabbath okay and then uh, Rammstein. So like the originals. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, that's all stuff du that I grew hast, up on. Yeah. Du hast mich. I grew up on it too. I just can't get out of it. <laughs> um, and then there's like fringe bands like Alice in Chains, which are kind of like metal a little bit. but A little no. more dad rocky metal. I got you, I got you. How dare you, sir? I'm so sorry. <laughs> you have offended Give me you. your favorite song and I will ruin it with my dad rock voice. Do yeah. not play with me. Uh, oh, I, was, I was about to do it. Oh, were you? Yeah. How about... Uh, <laughs> just like pop out with like some creed i was gonna yeah. say, yeah. i was gonna say like can you take me higher i was gonna say like can you sing like luck be a lady and the stuff <laughs> <laughs> um i don't even know how that would sound uh do, do you, uh well the next bullet point here beyond those facebook memories oh and i'm sorry you got triggered by all that but you know Damn, it happens, you know? It does happen, and it's also something that we need to learn to deal with. You know, you can only... I just don't get on Facebook. At, like, that's my way of dealing yeah. with it. Can I you t- turn those memories off? I actually... That's funny you just asked me that, because I was about to say that. Like, as soon as that happened, I went and I turned them off. I was oh. like, can I turn it this... Can I turn this off? And it nice. was like, yes, you can. I was like, okay, sweet. I just figured, you know, like, there will be a point in time where I'm ready to deal with these memories, and then mm. at that point, that's when I will turn them back on, you know? Well, once uh, Elon Musk comes out with that that Neuralink, we'll be able to turn off our real memories, too, which will be great. <laughs> Um, uh, as of right now, the only way to turn off your memories is alcohol and plenty of it. So, which isn't good. Uh, sometimes it's good. I'll be honest. Sometimes, but not all the time. Don't hurt yourself. Everything in moderation. Yeah. Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt others. Um, so next, uh, Facebook point here. Do you want to elaborate on attraction? Can you set this up for me? Just that because absolutely. So I was talking to a friend of mine and this was a thing. This is was, what we do. We talk to our friends. Absolutely. And this is where most of the like bullet points come from. Just like normal conversation. So I'm damn like, true. Yeah. I'm like, wait, this would be a cool idea. So I was talking to a friend of mine and she was talking about how like she 
somehow was getting like messages from like someone, her significant other. She was getting messages that was sent to him through his work because her phone or something was connecting with his email. I forget exactly what the point was, but uh, the message was something along the lines of, hey, like there's this like hot person that walked in. And, you know, she was like, oh, well, I could get upset, but I chose to just like kind of just mess with him about it and like troll him about it. I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, that's like, that's a really like a mature way to act about it. And it's not something that I've ever seen, but I digress. So, you know, she said that and she was like, I was just going to troll him about it and whatever. She was like, you know, it's okay to be attracted to other people, but look, don't touch. And this kind of got my like brain juices rolling because this is as well as something that I kind of, you know, dealed with in uh, some past relationships is like, you know, I think there's such a big difference between like attraction and then like, and then just like thinking somebody's pretty, you know what I mean? Like, I I feel like there's so many different forms of attraction. Like, yeah, obviously, you know, you could be physically attracted to somebody. That's just like their general appearance. Well, to me, attraction implies that you are like, it's a magnetic more thing. Like, so if if I'm attracted to someone, I want to get closer to them. Right. So like that's another thing that I can say. Like I I will straight up tell you like I think this man is is pretty. I think this man is beautiful. You Absolutely. Know, like like uh, uh, Cillian Murphy from Peaky Blinders and like Brandon Yuri. Like there's plenty of men. Tom Hardy. Boom boom boom. Like <laughs> boom boom boom. So you know there's plenty of men that I'd be Brad like okay. Pitt. Yeah, you know? exactly. I'd be I'm, like that man's I'm, that man's beautiful. I'm just sharing my faves. <laughs> exactly. That's what we're here for. Sharing the faves. But I'm just like, yeah, that man's beautiful, but like I'm not attracted to that person. You know what I mean? So like I think it's such a it is a fine line because in definition of physical attraction, it's just, just like, oh well, this person is physically appealing or pleasing. Like I get that. But also in the same time, I feel like when we when we say attraction, like it's there's this almost like hidden, unwritten meaning behind it. In my mind, I'm just like, well, I feel like attraction is so much more than just physical attraction, like somebody's personality. Like I'm really attracted to this person's personality because they're funny or they're smart or, you know, whatever it may be. Well, I think there's a big difference between like lust and attraction. See, like I've always mixed up lust and love in my mind. I feel like 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 and I think that's one of the reasons like why a couple of my relationships didn't go past like the seven month mark because like I think I was really hung up on the lust of it where it was like where it's like oh, I know I should break up with this person but the you know the the sex is just too good you know have you been you've been in that situation I'm sure um well my past relationship the very latest one I mean I felt very fulfilled like Like I've never, I mean, yeah, but like in every, every possible way, like I've never felt with anybody and it just like, it's, it's, it's weird to like recognize that as a thing and also know that like, this isn't healthy for either party, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. And I think nowadays I, like I used to, or I say used to, but literally this was like, like in my last relationship, like I think I think I tend to base physical attraction on everything, and I'm just like, ah, oh, physical attraction's good, and we're vibing, like it'll all pan out, mm-hmm. you know. Like I wasn't even considering did I did I talk about this on the podcast before when I was I was kind of I was bitching to my therapist, and she was like, um, stop me if I've told you this, but she was like, she was like, you need to make a list of like all the things you want in a partner. I told yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I told you this off air. I so I you you were saying that like V point model about yourself of like what you wanted out of yourself. I'm not sure you talked about like 
what you want in a partner? Oh, yeah. So, a little bit. So she was like, uh, make a list of uh, all the things you want and don't want in a partner. She's like, try your best to be reasonable, right? And I was like, okay. So I sat down and made a list. And it was like, it was like pretty like, it was, okay. So like one of the things on my list was uh, have a car. I don't know why that's important to me that my partner has a car, you know? And like one thing was like, um, ha- must have a three-year plan. Like that's important to me for some reason. Like just that my other pr- and really I think I think what I was really getting at is that my partner would have a trajectory and not like base their happiness just out of me purely, you know. Yeah. And but there was like other ones where it's like okay, like um, like if if I'm my, my ideal partner um doesn't do cocaine. <laughs> so to me, it just sounds like you're you're just wanting you know to be with somebody who you know, has a plan for their life in some way and it's yeah. not just chaos, you know? Yeah, and but then when I wrote everything out and I showed it to my, I showed it to Karen, my therapist, thank you, Karen. Her name's Karen? Yeah, I have a Karen. Oh boy. <laughs> I know, it's so good, <laughs> Continue, right? continue. Um, I was like, I showed it to Karen. She's like, these are all pretty reasonable, Adam. These are all very reasonable things for you to be looking for. And then, see, one of the things I put was like, uh, I want my partner to not do hard drugs. So I'm cool with I'm cool with alcohol. I'm cool with even marijuana. I'm I'm just not the cocaine. I don't know why it bothers me. And I realize I'm a square. Like I realize that. I realize there's a lot of cool people out there that do cocaine and still get all their shit done. You know, but like I feel like the people I I was with, they would tend to do cocaine as sort of more of a distraction or an escape or as a social mechanism. And and the the people that would do it, they they had a tendency to also not really have like a plan. They were just kind of floating around, and it was just like you know a lot of like finding meaning and drug use because they didn't have a plan like with what they did, and they were kind of mm-hmm. unhappy with themselves. And um. I, I, I don't know why I, I, I put that on I, and I think it's because I'm I know like I'm kind of boring and I'm a square and like I'm not saying it's wrong to do cocaine I'm not saying that actually because like I think everyone has to walk their own journey and I think a lot of people do it nowadays you know um, but for some reason like that's always just been something that I've like stayed away from because I know I'm an addictive personality like I'm the guy that if I did cocaine I would be on it all the time it's scary though too with like drugs and stuff like I I'm not gonna lie to you guys like uh, within my you know immediate family I've had you know I'm not gonna say who it was exactly but I did have a family member um, you know she went to rehab so like a lot of that stuff it does hit close to me and you know it's a it's pretty scary you know I get mm-hmm. I get worried yeah. pretty easily because of that yeah well and it's you know what i think scares me is just how addictive it is like right. it, it's like the second most or third most addictive substance you can do i had a like a best friend of mine he almost died because he was like really like on to xanax and stuff so i mean like wow. that stuff scares me a lot yeah so like hard drugs and shit that kind of like scares me and like removing the moniker of right and wrong there's no right and wrong right we're all into that idea these days but like I've seen I've seen more people hurt themselves from using hard drugs. So that's like one of the things on my list. And uh, then when I sat down and like looked at my list, I like started to look at all my like past relationships and I realized that no one I ever dated like matched up with what I wanted in a person. Mm-hmm. Like like I was in like six or seven like serious relationships and the majority of them were, were like I would say semi regular to regular like cocaine users. And and that kind of blew my mind because and then I started thinking I like I didn't learn like most of my partners were into cocaine until like month three or four of dating them. Because I think they knew I wasn't really keen on it and I didn't really like it. So they would kinda like 
keep it keep it from me a little bit you know Mm -hmm. and then but it would always come up eventually like whether they were like informing me they were going to do it or ask me if it was okay to do it or like whatever so like that so nowadays how the how the hell did i get on this topic how the fuck i get on this topic? i was i was talking about like like so now when i look for a partner like like i i literally look at my list and i literally look like okay does this person fit everything i i had somebody tell me too like they were like uh, they were like oh like i i told them about the list and you know yeah and they were like oh i don't really like that because like you know if you if you go out with somebody like it seems like you're putting them like in a job interview sort of situation and this person they were they were like i just look for somebody i vibe with and you know i i I really feel that if you're just looking for somebody you vibe with like i i I don't think that's going to be a long-term romantic relationship. If you're just looking for the most basic, like somebody I can vibe with, because I've spent my whole uh, dating career just looking for somebody I vibe with and we vibed hard and we had great sex and we had a lot of things in common. But like when it comes down to it, like I had a lot of like, uh, I don't, I don't even want to say goals. I like, we were just at our core value different like some people really believe in strongly that like drugs are part of the human experience whether it's lsd or cocaine or whatever it's just part of experiencing things you know um yeah i think like part part of me almost did cocaine once like you know because i was really curious about how it felt and i thought it would be an mm-hmm. experiment but luckily my therapist actually talked me out of it okay well yeah. i mean i'm i'm all about complete honesty on this podcast you know i will tell you right now it is something that i have done before you son of a bitch oh, no oh. get out <laughs> get out well, no, like a lot of people have done it. And I, yeah. I think I, I actually admire people who can do it, try it and be like, OK, it's not for me. Or, or yeah. some people can do it and only do it like once a year or twice a year and be fine. And that's all they have to do it. And like I actually value like I think that's really cool. People can fucking do that. But like uh, like I think me me knowing myself, I knew it was never something I could do because I have literally become addicted to everything I could do. I be I've become addicted to relationships. I've become addicted to alcohol. I've become addicted to uh, God. Arguably, I'm still addicted to marijuana. I uh, I was listening to like Doctor Drew and Doctor Drew. <laughs> I know, I know. Doctor Drew was like saying like uh, he's like uh, he's like I'm really shocked people don't admit being addicted to alcohol or being addicted to marijuana because right because like people who smoke marijuana want to smoke it every day right. I smoke it every day. Mm-hmm. Unless yeah, law I enforcement, is I mean, I've heard that. That's like, I feel like that's like the timeless argument for like anyone who, just for lack of a better phrase, just calls himself a pothead. Like, yeah. you know, everybody argues that they're like, well, I can quit anytime I want, I but love, I don't want to. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's literally what an addict would say. <laughs> you know, like the movie Half Baked. When, yeah, like, when he's like, when David Chappelle go, he goes to like uh, AA or whatever it is, like, uh, and he's like. He's like, I'm here for marijuana. And like Bob Saget's like, he's like, marijuana's not a drug. He's like, I'm addicted to Coke. He's like, you ever suck dick for marijuana? <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> oh he's like, no. <laughs> like, like, uh, but, but I think marijuana is definitely a drug. Like, and I think we tend to, I think those of us who really love marijuana, not me, I'm just, you know, <laughs> if law enforcement is listening, I don't do marijuana. Nope. Um, this, I say that for the kids, but like, uh, like mar- marijuana, otherwise known as Cuban tobacco. Um, no, that's not true. I mean, the, <laughs> the devil's grass. Yeah, the devil's lettuce. Um, 
Like it, it, uh, it definitely fucking is addictive. Cause I know I'm a fucking addicted to it. Yeah, I mean, like think of, uh, think of caffeine. I mean, you know, I'm addicted to caffeine. Uh, a lot yeah. of people wouldn't say, oh well, caffeine's a drug. Well, you know what? I'm gonna say it. Caffeine's a drug. Can you buy caffeine pills? Yeah, you can. What defines a drug? Hmm, that's a good. That's a good question. Would that be something that we should? Yeah, can you look, look that up, up? Look up? Look up the definition of drug. While I hum, Old MacDonald had a farm. Okay. Well, you can look that up. I'll just buy his time. Yeah, a oh, medicine. Mac- that was a uh, short-lived. Oh, it's a medicine. It's a medicine or other substance which has a psychological effect or physiological um, when ingested or otherized introduced into the body. Or verb sense would be administer a drug to. In order to induce stupor or insensibility. Okay, because my ar- my counter argument was going to be like working out as a drug, but I guess it's not by that definition mm-hmm. because like it's clearly says a substance. Yeah, 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 yeah. So working out is not a substance. And oh my gosh, look at the time we're coming up on the forty three minute mark. So oh my goodness, where did um, the time go? I'm having too much fun. I know we are. Um, so I guess at this point we should sign off. Is there anything else? I don't think the. I, I do have a right. cliffhanger. What's you your have cliffhanger? No, I have nothing else. Okay, so there's a big thing I want to talk about here, and for those of you who do not know, you may know. Um, May itself is borderline personality disorder uh, month awareness month so Hmm. i think that that would be a very good uh talking point i have a lot of um experience being in situations where you know i was i was with somebody who had borderline personality disorder like diagnosed for for, for a few years so i think that's i think that'd be a really cool cliffhanger something i want to talk about something i feel i have a lot of perspective on and also will give us some time you know do a little research that'd be cool i I only know one friend with uh borderline personality disorder yeah a lot of the time bpd that like um what is the word acronym or abbreviation i believe it is bpd yeah yeah a lot of time people confuse that for um bipolar disorder but it is not the same bpd is bipolar or i'm sorry borderline personality disorder yeah um okay and that's it for this week uh i am adam lee robinson and my host my fellow host the boy giuseppe what's up the the boy giuseppe oh i'm getting text from a very pretty girl right now so oh, man jelly um guess who you are um, so it's definitely time to sign off. All right, guys. Um, and with that being said, we will see you again next week. All guns a blazing. Uh, and we love you all and take care of yourself and each other. All right. Peace out, trash fam. If you want to reach us and contact us, uh, you can find Adam. That would be poppy.longlegs. That is P-A-P-I dot longlegs with a Z. And that is on Instagram. Um, I am on uh, Twitter as well as Instagram. So that would be gloomlord underscore. Another uh, little venture of mine besides, you know, podcasts and media. I do stream a little bit on Twitch. Um, if you're interested in catching some video games and, uh, you know, that type of stuff. Uh, just search Delusional Trash on there. And yeah, yeah you should come across my uh, my channel. Also, you know, if you want to leave any feedback or reach us, a very direct way of doing that as well is a Facebook page. So go ahead and just uh, check out Electric Trash Radio. You can search that on Facebook and it'll pop right up there. Um, And another thing for Adam is he does play music. Um, Check out his uh, project on Spotify or wherever they sell music. You know, Uh, the keywords for that would be Geneva Bedlam. Until next time, guys, I'm Giuseppe Villano, and, uh, you know, just here to remind you guys that everybody sucks, but we're all trying. So until next time, guys.